Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. 97.1 FM Talk Podcast. America. I am not a number. I am a free man. Wiggins America. The only thing I'm going to need from you guys right now is a cup of coffee. Wiggins. Today's global economy waits for no man. America. Today's global business climate is like, whatever, dude. Politics is a dirty game. I'm not sure we want to play. There are forces here at work that you couldn't possibly understand. You have no idea how high up this goes. Welcome to Wiggins America. start you off with something this morning that may not be on your radar. Hello, good weekend to you. This is Ryan Wiggins. This is Wiggins America. And I'd like starting with things like this because, hey, if you've already heard the news of the week, yeah, we're going to talk about the news, but we like to talk about things. And by we, I mean me. I'm using the royal we to talk about things that uh, are a little bit off the radar maybe that you missed. This is one that I wrote an article about, and so I figured let's start with this because we talk about Bill Gates and, you know, these these rich American oligarchs. I'd include Musk, Elon Musk, in that category even though he's not native-born to America. But he's part of that class. He's part of the Western capitalist rich people. And so people talk about Bill Gates and he's buying up farmland and he, he does these things like creates an alternative to baby formula, and then all of a sudden there's a baby formula shortage, you know? There's a lot of that stuff that you look at, and you look at, you know, side-eyed like a cocker spaniel, and you go, wait a second, this seems kind of weird. And also, I need to scratch behind my ear. This is one of those that really throws a wrench into that system. Because if you're like me, which I would think that maybe we're on the same side of the aisle, I don't know, glad that you're here regardless of where you are, But you would think that this billionaire class, basically everybody but Elon Musk, kind of marches in lockstep. They all know each other. They're all highly influential. You know, Jeff Bezos was meeting with Prince William a couple weeks ago to talk about some some charity initiative or something. You know, who knows? they, They all know each other is the point. So you'd think that a center left person like Jeff Bezos who owns Amazon 
is one of the richest men in the world. He may be the richest or second richest as far as cash on hand goes. So not including investments and everything, just liquid money that you can go spend. Jeff Bezos is right there at the top. I mean, by any category, he's right there at the top. These guys typically don't get involved in politics as far as fights go because they know that it's in their best interest to kind of work with government. In fact, the more regulations you can put on things, the more that benefits the people at the top. You understand this. If there's a new shipping company that comes out and says, we want to enter into the shipping business. I mean, you could use any business. I'm just making one up. And they say, you know, in the in the southeast, there's just a lot of rural communities that don't get their things fast enough. So we're going to get a new shipping business going. Well, it would benefit UPS to go to uh, or FedEx to go to the government and say, hey, uh, we want new fuel standards on all shipping vehicles because they can absorb that. And the little ones can't. So if there's all these little pop-ups of whatever business and you put a new regulation on it, the big boys can absorb it. The little ones can't. So they work with government to do this stuff a lot. And it is across industries. That stuff exists every single day. It impacts the prices of the things you pay. It impacts the companies that you use, probably that you're using right now. If you're in your car, it affects the things that are happening around you. All right. That established... This, that's why this is news. Jeff Bezos came out this week and really went after Joe Biden. Here was the tweet that started it. It was on May 13th. Joe Biden tweeted, you want to bring down inflation? Let's make sure the wealthiest corporations pay their fair share. Jeff Bezos tweeted back. This is not light. This isn't, hey, I think you might be off here. This is coming after the jugular. Quote, the newly created disinformation board should review this tweet. Or maybe they need to form a new non-sequitur board instead. Raising corporate taxes is fine to discuss. Taming inflation is critical to discuss. Mushing them together is just misdirection. That's atypical for billionaire oligarch Jeff Bezos. He usually doesn't do that stuff. He got so much, I don't want to say criticism, it was more like attention for saying something like that, because that's not light. I mean, that's really going for it. You're not just saying, hey, I disagree with your economic philosophy. You're going after the disinformation. All of it's in there. And he comes back two days later and says, in fact, the administration tried hard to inject even more stimulus into an already overheated inflationary economy, and only mansions saved them from themselves. Now we're getting detailed. Inflation is a regressive tax that most hurts the least affluent misdirection doesn't help the country okay if you're like me and we open this by talking about bill gates and all the 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 people who are supposed to be the decision makers in the in the world really uh and the way that business happens and how much it affects everything you would think these people are in lockstep If you talk about New World Order and you talk about Great Reset and all this stuff, these people are supposed to be working together, wearing their cloaks, uh, lighting their torches, and chanting their chants. Whatever it is that we see, that the imagery that comes to mind. This does not fall into that. So much so that the White House, now these are real criticisms. These are saying, your policies caused inflation, Joe Biden, from Jeff Bezos. The White House had to come out and issue a statement on this 
basically throwing it back on him and using a bunch of gobbledygook. I'll, I'll read some of the quotes here. The, the, the statement says, well, it doesn't require a huge leap of faith to figure out why one of the wealthiest individuals on earth opposes an economic agenda for the middle class that cuts some of the biggest costs family face. It does, really? It, their agenda costs, uh, cuts costs, uh, fights inflation for the long haul, well, not for the short haul, and adds to the historic deficit reduction the president is achieving by asking the richest taxpayers and corporations to pay their fair share. Again, the argument being, if corporations were only paying more taxes, we wouldn't have this inflation. It makes no sense. So Jeff Bezos followed up again. Look, a squirrel. This is the White House's statement about my recent tweets. They understandably want to muddy the topic. This is a smart guy. He's bringing it back to the point. They know inflation hurts the neediest the most. But unions aren't causing inflation. Neither are wealthy people. Remember, the administration tried their best to add another 5.3 or 3.5 trillion to federal spending. They failed. But if they had succeeded, inflation would be even higher than it is today. And inflation today is at a 40-year high, unquote, from Jeff Bezos. Big words from a very, very important guy. Uh, I hate to say that just because you're that rich, people listen to you, but it's true. I mean, Bill Gates goes on CNN and talks about vaccines, and we all go, why are we listening to this guy talk about vaccines? I thought we were supposed to trust doctors. He's not a doctor. No, he's very wealthy. And I hate that that's the way it is, but that is the way it is. So when somebody very wealthy does something like buys Twitter or is potentially buying Twitter, or in this case, Jeff Bezos, the owner of Amazon, comes out and is strongly criticizing multiple aspects, mainly inflation, mainly their economic policy, because that's what impacts him the most. But this guy also owns the Washington Post. You know, this is an influential guy. So I thought it was noteworthy to point that out in light of not just the influence that a billionaire has, but in light of what we think of as this billionaire class and the friendships across the world with influential people that this kind of flies in the face of. I find that to be good news. And I'm glad you're here for it. We have a great big show. We got the full cast back. We were sick. Some of us missed a couple weeks in a row. I didn't. I just want to point that out. I'm never going to abandon you. <laughs> Trisha and old Roy, oh, they uh, they abandoned you at the drop of a hat. But they're back this week, and I'll give them a hard time about that. That's coming up next, Wiggins America. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. 
choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Trisha's back, and her number one prerogative this morning is to send this email about cargo shorts to as many people as possible. Yeah, apparently, hi, first of all, uh, apparently cargo pants are officially back, too. Did they ever really... Okay, are they back in the sense that if you're in New York City or L.A. and you're already considered fashionable, you can wear them ironically, or are they back for me? You know what I mean? I do know what you mean. And I think probably the first thing you said. So they're not back. But they'll probably be back at Target. So then it becomes for you, too. Does that make sense? Did they ever leave Target? I hope so. Man, it seems like you could get cargo shorts anywhere forever. Is, no, there's a big 90s push. Yeah, Have I you walked it. around lately? Have you been to your H&M store lately? Yeah. Does it all look like it came straight from the 90s? Um, no, but I don't know what I'm looking Low at. Low-rise jeans, the flare, now cargo shorts. Okay, I'll confess that even when I go to the coolest store that I ever go to, which is H&M, mm-hmm. mainly because it's cheap, uh-huh. I don't even know what I'm doing. I went there alone probably two or three weeks ago, right before I got COVID, and I picked out five shirts Tried all of them on, looked in the mirror, came home with two of them that I thought, these are fine. My wife looked at them and goes, those are not good shirts for you. (laughs) And I'm like, I don't even understand. (laughs) So I don't know. I don't understand fashion. It's not that I, I don't try. It's that I've tried and failed so many times that I don't know what to do about it. So you've been wearing cargo shorts this whole time. No. My wife took those away. Mm -hmm. We all tried. I got into a... An argument, not an argument, a playful one, though, with my fiance a couple weeks ago because he tried to leave the house in cargo shorts. We were going somewhere that I considered nice, like we were going on a date night. I'm like, no cargos. And then I didn't want to carry a purse. And he's like, you know what? If I had my cargos on, I could keep your phone in my pocket. Do you dress your fiance? When he asks. Yeah. So you don't openly criticize him all the time? No. Because I, I no, I'm pretty laid back about it. Yeah. But this was like a special date night. We were going somewhere. I'm like, the cargo's got to go. Yeah, I'm wearing They're what out. I would consider to be a somewhat cool shirt right now. Like it's okay. not, it's not cool, cool, but it's not way out. It's got like it looks a little bit modern, right? Yes. Right. So mm-hmm. this is a shirt that Katie picked out for me. Mm-hmm. There is no way that I could see this shirt on a rack and and think that looks good on me. I can see shirts on mannequins and think. That probably is a cool-looking shirt, but there is no connection between me and the mannequin at all. And so I will buy shirts, like I said, get them home, and then have to take them back so often that I've almost completely given up up trying to even buy clothes. 
And I hate that because. Oh, so what's your thought process when you try them on? So you try them on, you're like, this looks good, but you get them home and yeah. Katie says those are not stylish. Well, I, yeah, she, she just thinks that I have a, like my, my arms are kind of long. And so I was going to say something, but I, I didn't. I know. I know. It didn't seem, it, it hasn't seemed like the right time. <laughs> well, now is the time. Okay, I've opened yeah, those, Pandora's box. Your arms box. are freakishly long. My arms long. come like all the way down to my knees almost. Mm-hmm. They're, they're very long. I'm, what are they I'm, supposed to be like mid thigh? I have no idea. I think most people are mid thigh. I just know that they seem kind of long. Yeah. And so yours are like mid calf. My purple, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm definitely dragging the knuckles, yeah. and it just hurts. Like if you're on rocky driveway, yeah, it's just it's it's hard. I'm gonna get you some gloves for Christmas. Thank you. Get me of gloves if you could, because okay. those last longer. I don't than know the what that is. Ones. Of gloves? Of gloves? They're the oven glo- They're oven mitts, but they're gloves. <laughs> it seems like a lot of work to get your frozen pizza out. That's, that's, that's as much I know about fashion, right there. What it's like toe of socks? I I don't. Yeah, kind of. Like it's a lot of work to put socks on. Well, yeah, but you can. They're so much more manageable. So if you got to pull a pizza off the rack, you don't have to just like stick in your big pad and try to pull it out. You can grab it with two fingers. I grab it with two fingers anyway. How do you grab pizza out of the oven? I don't grab things out of the oven like, with no oven mitt. You know, <laughs> yeah, what are you, you doing? Do. You take the oven, one oven mitt, and you pull the rack out, and then you take your two fingers exposed. No, 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 that's not. And I don't you even pull the, pull the side rack of the out. Pizza, no, you don't even you need to pull the rack the, out. Okay, that's the thing. No, with, you don't always have to with, pull the rack out. With but I don't know gloves, that you need of gloves. You you don't even have to pull the rack out. You just reach in with your hand and you just pull the whole. How pizza much are out. The, did you invent these? No, these are widely held and known. Okay, you've got to look up of mm-hmm. gloves. They even have off brands now. You don't even have to get the original. They used to be ten bucks. That's all I know about fashion. Of gloves and prices of things. And the cargo shorts are back. I don't they even didn't. know if I'm going to wear cargo they... shorts or not. What? I don't know. I like the idea. You have a you have a lot of freedom to stuff stuff in your pockets, but us women have been trying to stop them for a while now, and apparently we've lost the battle. The problem with those things, back to the original point, is that on the coasts, you have super fashionable people who probably know what the Met Gala is beyond that AOC wore a tax the rich dress, because that's my understanding of the whole thing. That they will wear stuff that comes from the Midwest. They will go to like Goodwill in the Midwest. There are buyers who do this. I know the economics of it. And they will take like pallets of clothes from Goodwill to these posh places in New York City and sell them at like thousand percent markup no they don't this is real where did you hear about that oh no this this has been going on for two decades this isn't new and we're always just enough behind fashion wise that our old stuff that's at a goodwill or salvation army is coming back into style in the super like elite fashion clubs does it take so we're talking about the 90s now though so we're talking 30 years yeah. So yeah. that's a long... Well, you're talking, if you want to get to just barely the 90s, you're talking about just a little over 20 years. I have a question. So a lot of the stuff that is being like promoted t-shirt-wise, basically, is stuff I grew up on. So like Britney Spears, Rugrats, Backstreet Boys, a bunch of stuff that I thought was really cool when I was 10. Uh-huh. Has it been long enough for that stuff to be vintage? Yeah, I think so. I'm in my 30s. I think 20 years is the magic number. Is it? Yeah. 20 years at that point is considered 
okay, now that stuff's starting to come back in. Do you remember having that feeling when it happened to you? Yeah, I do. It's a really weird feeling. Well, the problem is, maybe you could speak to this, do you have anything in your closet that's 20 years old? Because I do. I've got shirts from the early 2000s still. No, I probably don't. I had a pair of sweatpants from American Eagle that were over 20 years old, and they just like really held up. I got rid of them because they were just too old. Yeah. I kind of felt bad about it. Well, it's I don't know if it's a guy thing, but T-shirts that have some sort of significance to them. Like I've got band mm-hmm. shirts and a couple of work shirts that I from when I worked at UPN and stuff that, you know, they don't make anymore. And so I'm like, oh, nobody's going to have an America's Next Top Model shirt. I don't ever wear it, but I don't get rid of it. You know, we've got so many of those things, and I feel stupid keeping it, but there's no way I'm going to throw it away. So I don't know what I'm going to do with it. People make blankets out of them Mm -hmm. a lot now. I think that's kind of cool. But I also am too lazy to go do that. And people charge like 200 bucks to do that, which is ridiculous. You should just learn how to do it yourself. I'm not going to learn how to do it. I'm not going to either. You want to come back and talk about COVID? I guess so. Because we've gone long on cargo shorts. Yeah, I got more to say about it. But Can you share I'm... that you had COVID, or are you not going to share that? I what? <laughs> <laughs> Edit this. We all got it. Well, I don't think old Roy got it, but that's why Trisha hasn't been yeah. here for two weeks, and Roy was not here because he just likes being around Trisha, and Trisha wasn't here. So uh, that's what we're going to say anyway. Okay, let's take a break. You guys are both being here together in a few minutes, and then maybe we'll come back and do the other stuff about COVID. Okay? Okay. Bye. <laughs> After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medella is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste because you know the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy. The tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Trick responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Listen to every MLB game live. In the deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is gone. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. And watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field, it's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to at bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. Welcome back. You love depressing stories, right? (laughs) Well, man, do I have a story for you then? Actually, a couple of them. So uh, the story is not necessarily the fact check, but I will explain the fact check. First, this is the, the CEO of Pfizer talking about putting microchips in pills. Listen in. It is a basically biological chip that it is in the tablet and once you take the tablet and dissolves into your stomach sends a signal that you took the tablet so imagine the applications of that uh, compliance uh, the insurance companies to know that the medicines that patients should take they do take them uh, it is uh, fascinating what happens in in uh, this field so it's it's a little bit difficult to understand but what he's saying there hopefully you can grasp that Uh, through the radio and through all the compression that happens over the air, is that what he's saying is that um, they have the technology now, or at least they're working on it, 
to put a microchip in every single pill that once taken and the pill breaks apart, it sends out a signal that the pill had been taken, had been digested. And he says, imagine the compliance that we'd have. Now, if that doesn't scare you, <laughs> well, then stick around because I've got, like I said, I've got a couple more of these. But my gosh, what have we in what? And he's talking at the World Economic Forum, by the way, in Davos. So it's not just that this guy is saying this. He's saying this to the crowd that we all go, uh, got some problems with those people. They think they own the world and want to control everything. And the CEO of Pfizer steps up and says, well, since we're all here, wouldn't it be great to have a tracking device for all medicines and pills? Well, we're working on that. Isn't that great? Uh, that is not a great impersonation, as you just heard the actual clip. But uh, that is unbelievably frightening. That clip has been circulating for a few months now, since probably January, and I just stumbled across it. Now, I looked it up to find out are, am I hearing this right? You know, I, I like to hear, I like to look at the fact check to see if, in fact, sometimes somebody goes, that's a manipulated clip. That, that's not real. You know, somebody did a bad lip reading on him or something. That happens. That absolutely does happen. So I feel an obligation to look that up before I bring the clip just in case you hear that and you go, man, that's so crazy. I can't even believe that's real. Well, here's the deal. It is real. But the fact check that comes from at least the USA Today, which is the one I, I really dove into, it doesn't. It's, it says at the top, and this is what's so frustrating about every single fact check out there, is that they're just bias enhancers. So you can find any fact check, probably on the right too, although we don't have as many media, we don't own the algorithms like Google does. That if you want to find something on 2,000 Mules, for instance, you've heard about the movie, but you don't want to watch it because it's a right-leaning movie or the, the guy you won or wanted to win won. So you don't want to, like, disrupt your, you know, your little bubble of safety, but you have heard about it and it's starting to encroach on you and you're getting a little uncomfortable. So I'm going to look it up online. Oh, here's a fact check that says that um, some cell phone data is uh, unreliable sometimes. Oh, okay. Well, that's all I need. Goodbye. So it just it just sort of uh, entrenches you in your own biases if you want it to. So that's what this article did with this Davos clip, with this Pfizer CEO clip. It said, mm, fact check, not not quite true or, or taken out of context or something like that. So if you wanted to stop there, you could and you could walk away going, eh, nothing to worry about. But if you read the fact check, which is not even long, it says, nah, this is from 2018. That's the whole argument. This wasn't in the COVID era, so don't believe people telling you that they're putting chips in COVID pills now. Well, nobody was saying they were putting, nobody was saying that. They're saying that the technology is being developed to comply, to make you comply with taking your medicine. So if the government tells you you have to take medicine, which I, I know it's hard to believe that a government could ever tell you that you have to take medicine. We, we, can, we wouldn't believe that, would we? That could never happen. But just in, just if they did, if let's say in some crazy black mirror world that the government decided that it could tell you which kind of medicines to take and when, they could also, with this technology, track that you had taken it. With Pfizer, by the way, I, just, you know, I mean, not that Pfizer's been in the news or anything, but it, it is Pfizer and it is the CEO of Pfizer. So 
Fact check. Don't worry about this. This is this is from 2018. You know how many years that is ago? Four. Four years ago. We don't even know what was going on four years ago. We don't have history books. We can't read back that far. This is completely out of context. So that drives me crazy. But how about this one? Wow, that's amazing. Wiggins, America. That is amazing. It is now revealed that 14 states had significant miscounts in the 2020 census. Would you like to know which states were counted higher and which states were counted lower? And by the way, all of the representatives and electoral college votes that are associated with these counts have already been assigned and will not be reassigned. So when you look at undercounted states, you're looking at Arkansas, Florida, Mississippi, Tennessee, and Texas. With one thrown in there to make you go, oh, well, it's not all red states, Illinois. Now, if you look at overcounted states, you get Delaware, Hawaii, Massachusetts, Minnesota, New York, Rhode Island. Oh, and also Utah is thrown in there. So it's not all blue states that were overcounted. And Ohio is actually just barely overcounted, and it's kind of a swing state, although it's trending redder. So overall, uh, 36 states, as well as Washington, D.C., did uh, were not found. The, the Washington, D.C. Bureau did not find that there was significant net over or undercounting, but there was net over and undercounting in those states that I just mentioned. And so that affects everything. Um, but no, again, nothing to worry about. If you're starting to worry about this stuff, like there's some sort of conspiracy as if the government and the people counting these things had some sort of agenda that was unfair. I think you're crazy. I, I think there's almost no evidence to support that. Unfortunately, um, there are people out there though, that look at this and they go, man, it's almost as if the agencies of our government have some sort of agenda and they don't really care what's true. They care about power, man. I wish I'm glad that's not the case. I'm glad we live in the United States that like we just said before, doesn't force you to take medicines, doesn't uh, use its power to promote its power, (laughs) basically circular uh, power squads, doing power lifts and benefiting each other. I'm, I'm really glad that we live in the United States, that Washington, D.C. is not like that. Doesn't it make you wonder, though, as I'm being a little bit facetious here, how long this stuff's been going on? I, I was born in the 80s, and I just don't feel like in the 80s, even through Clinton, that some of this stuff was an issue, but I have no idea. You know, we don't know. I think the morality of the nation has been so undercut that when people get power, they used to get power and they'd know there needed to be a check on this. And the founders knew that and they set up a great, great system that still has not been overcome, by the way. Yes, we have a lot of losses. Yes, we have a lot of problems. We've got to get the elections figured out. we got to make sure every person who votes counts for one vote and no more. That is so integral to everything that we're doing. But... Uh, we haven't been overtaken yet, and that that speaks to a very, very wise, you would say, creator-led, God-led uh, group of individuals who set this country up, who knew the depravity of the human heart 
and they knew that people get power and they don't want to let go of it. And we're seeing that more and more and more. However, um, the system still stands and there is still hope. I encourage you. I mean, you know, do what you will. Find your hope where you find it. But gosh, now's the time to be praying. We're going to hit bottom. And then once you hit bottom, you go back up. The question on the way down is where is bottom? <laughs> I, I don't know. Yes, we'll see. 97.1 FM Talk Center for Family and Human Rights President Austin Ruse is on the phone with us. Austin, we've been talking about this morning. I don't know why this has been a the theme of the show. We've been talking about billionaires. We've been talking about Elon Musk, of course, and everything going on with him and Twitter. But we also have been mentioning uh, Bill Gates and Jeff Bezos because he's been criticizing the Biden administration and their economic policy. But my my one reason I want to talk to you is because when we talk about billionaires, a lot of people criticize even the idea that a billionaire would have any sort of uh, more important opinion than anybody else. But they kind of do. They can make things happen, right, for better or worse. Well, that's absolutely true. Uh, take Bill Gates. Bill Gates is among is maybe the most powerful man in the world with regard to healthcare. He's the number one donor including countries, to the World Health Organization. And he's, ex- through the WHO, exporting uh, his radical sexual ideology all over the world. Yeah, Bill and Melinda Gates are both uh, against the Supreme Court at leak, anyway, it's not a decision yet, that is likely to overturn the Roe versus Wade decision. So are, are these people, like, for instance, Bezos, you know, it was announced that um, his company, Amazon, and Musk's company, Tesla, were both going to pay for women to go have abortions in the future. Well, you know, of course, they're, they are going to do that. So are others. You know, Citibank, you know, my little organization, we do our banking with Citibank. And Citibank has said that they're going to pay their employees to, to cross state lines. Remember when crossing state lines was looked upon as an evil act? Uh, yeah, they're, they're going to they're going to fly people around the country to, to get their abortions. And, you know, and we're reporting this week about the billionaires calling for billions more in in exporting radical feminism around the world. So, yeah, th- these guys have an outsized impact. It's it's the privatization of public policy is what this is. Yeah, that's interesting. Talk a little bit more about that, because there is kind of a, a mixture that doesn't seem like it was the intent from the foundation of this country, that you have a lot of working together between big, big business and the government to achieve an ends. Well, that's that's exactly right. Uh, you know, the USAID, for instance, the, the, the uh, U.S. Agency for International Development is one of the main engines of radical feminism around the world. Uh, but even their contributions are, are matched by guys like Bill Gates, the Rockefeller Foundation, the Ford Foundation. There was a meeting uh, last year in Paris where $50 billion was pledged uh, from public and private partner, from public and private sources to spread radical feminism around the world. So, uh, yeah, you know, the regular folks don't really have a say in any of this, and especially regular folks on the ground around the world. You know, if you ask the typical African what they would like or what they need, they want clean water, safe sanitation, basic medical care. And what they're getting is U.N.-style sexual colonialism funded by the U.S. government and guys like Bill Gates. We're talking with Austin Ruse, president of the Center for Family and Human Rights, CFAM president. Um, Let me ask you this, because I do hear that there are some good initiatives done by big businesses, whether they're, you know, well-known names or not. Is some of this happening and it just doesn't get the same attention as when these people are entering into social agenda stuff? Or is that kind of the focus 
Like, are they doing more social stuff than they are actual help around the world? Well, you know, that's a really good question. Um, and, and quite frankly, I don't have an answer for it. You know, uh, uh, you know, Robert Kennedy Jr.'s new book on, uh, on, on Fauci is yeah. kind of eye-opening for me because he talks a lot about how uh, Bill Gates drives the public policy, health policy agenda around the world. And what he cares about is what goes. So, for instance, if he wants to eradicate polio, which is not that big of a problem around the world, the other things go wanting. Um, you know, things that, pe- that people really need, like I said, safe water, clean, you know, safe sanitation, so on and so forth. So these guys have an agenda and they have billions of dollars to fund it. Um, so, yeah, I, I, the people on the ground around the world don't really have a say in what these guys are doing. Yeah. Austin, let me ask you this, too, since we're we're kind of in that vein already. When you're talking about these these billionaires, especially the well-known ones who are out there doing these things very publicly, and they're, they're not trying to hide it. I mean, they're, they're almost wanting it to be public. You know, they meet with world leaders all the time, and these are big nat- international events. Why does there seem to be a leftward tilt to basically everything that these people do? Now, it's not exclusive, but there definitely is an ideology among these this billionaire class That's not a traditional American conservative, even though a lot of them are Americans. You know, that's 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 a billion dollar question. And I don't have an answer for it. I do not know why billionaires trend toward the left. Uh, I don't. But that's clearly the case. I don't know of, you know, (laughs) our billionaires are like Tom Monaghan, who founded Domino's Pizza. And he gave all of his money away to start a law school and a college and things like that. And, and our guys tend to give all their money away, and their guys tend to get richer and richer and more powerful and trend toward the left. And I don't have an answer for that. I think it, maybe a lot of it has to do with population control. Um, you know, a lot of them are influenced, uh, you know, by their wives who, who, uh, who in those circles that they travel are influenced by their, by their you know, by their friends um, who, you know, look down on, a, on the hoi polloi. Um, you know, all of this is speculation, but the fact is the fact that you're exactly right, that uh, all these billionaires tend toward the left and they spend a lot of money. You know, when, when Bill Gates got out of business, everybody thought that his influence was, would wane, but his influence has skyrocketed since he got out of business and started. So, you know, it's, you, you, look at, you look at all this money that Fauci and his, and, and his colleagues are getting uh, for having a piece of all of these vaccines. That's baked right into the cake. And, and Bill Gates is a part of that. He makes tons of money on, on, uh, uh, on, uh, on vaccines. So it's like it's not all charity work that Bill Gates is doing. Yeah, yeah. Center for Family and Human Rights, President Austin Ruse on the phone with us. Before we uh, run out of time this morning, of these people who are so well-known, you know, I mean, these are international names at this point. You say Bill Gates, and I think most people in the world probably know who that is. And I think he's probably fine with that. He does a lot of public stuff. Is he the most concerning to you? I mean, of the the Bezos and the Musks and that classification of people, is Bill Gates involved in the most kind of question mark, eyebrow raising kind of stuff? Well, I would say that he was the most he's the most aggressive. But you know who's who's right alongside him is Warren Buffett. You know, Warren Buffett and, and Bill Gates. You know, spend their quote charity money together. But I, I would say uh, him more than others. 
I'm not aware that that uh, Bezos is spending a lot of money uh, to subjugate the people in in Africa. Uh, I know that the Ford Foundation is. I know that the Rockefeller Foundation is. Um, you know uh, that you know. Uh, but in terms of Bezos, I don't think so. And I, with regard to Musk, I don't think so either. Uh, it doesn't mean that they won't. And by the way, when we talk about left-leaning billionaires, a lot of conservatives think that Musk is one of us, but he's not. You know, he, he's, he's a free speech guy as far as we know. But in terms of all the other issues, I mean, he's got seven kids with three different wives, all generated through in vitro fertilization. And they've got the wackiest names. Um, so he's not necessarily one of us. Uh, Bezos, Bezos, I'm sure he's not one of us either, but I'm not aware that he's spending a lot of money overseas. Yeah, he seems like he uh, trends center left just because that just seems like what is trendy. <laughs> I don't know if he's necessarily pushing as hard as uh, Bill Gates is. Let me ask you just real quick, just because you mentioned it. You, know, you mentioned all these families, the Rockefellers and these famous big names. Um, pushing this agenda in Africa. Can you in one minute kind of summarize what that is just to, you know, so we'll walk away kind of understanding what that is? Well, you know, quite famously, John Rockefeller went to India in the 1950s and he saw um, overcrowding in the cities. And he he viewed that as, as a population issue rather than an issue of urbanization. And he began to create institutions um, it, uh, in the United States to push uh, population control. This was onboarded by the, the by, by the U.S. government under uh, under uh, LBJ, and then proceeded under subsequent uh, administrations. So, population control has been a priority of American elites in government and also in private business since the 1950s. And now, and now they, 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 they call it reproductive health and reproductive rights and all that kind of stuff and, and women's rights, but it gets them to the same place, fewer Africans, fewer Asians, which is really what they're looking for. Wow, and that ties so much into the abortion case, which is kind of where we started this whole interview. Center for Family and Human Rights President Austin Roos, how do people find out more about the uh, CFAM organization? C-FAM.org, C-FAM.org. We've got a lot of stuff on there. We put out a weekly report called The Friday Facts, which tells people, you know, things that they've never heard of. For instance, we're reporting, like I said this week, feminists want $6 billion to advance their global agenda. And that is in a new report that was just, just issued. So we're right up to date on things that people care about that they might not know about. Austin, thanks so much for what you guys do. And thanks, thank you for your time. More Wiggins America right around the corner. Get more at 971talk.com. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. 
Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts.